Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello and welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest says that she has learned how to so be saturated with the presence of God that it radiates, his presence radiates wherever she goes. When she goes to the shopping center, his presence falls on people. When she goes into her home, with her children. His presence is all over the home. When she gets sick, his presence is there. And she says, anything that she can do, you can do better. And she's going to teach you. Do you want that? (laughs) Now, my guest... Patricia Kidd says that she can cooperate with God and host the presence of God wherever she goes. Uh, For instance, you just had a camp meeting uh, in Phoenix. Uh, Tell me two amazing things that happened there. Well, one amazing thing said that happened was on the last night, you know, we were just rejoicing in everything that God had been doing and I was prophesying over some people and as I began to prophesy, the glory of God flooded into the room in a way that released lightnings like the people who were being prophesied over actually felt the lightnings of God, the, the jolt of the Lord's power in them and they went down under the power, they were on the ground, you know, rolling and, 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 and jolting. All of a sudden in the natural, lightnings came in the huh. natural atmosphere and thunders and a rainstorm. Now we're in a desert and this is not a typical time of year for us to get rain. And uh, some of the people in the uh, tent, they were going on the internet to say, you know, what's going on here? And they saw in the weather report a cloud that was right over the tent and only over the tent at that particular time. So we thought, well, this is an awesome sign from the Lord. But I mean, we were seeing miracles that we've been contending for. What did the newspaper say about that amazing storm that was just (laughs) over your tent? The newspaper had said it was a freak storm. They didn't understand why, because it was all... Yeah, what do they know? (laughs) Uh, Tell me one notable miracle that happened. Well, one notable miracle that I enjoyed was actually on the second day, um, people were being prayed for the first night. There was a number of people in wheelchairs and in cots that had come in that really needed a touch from God. We had a lot of miracles of people's headaches, leaving backs, being healed, um, knees being healed and things like that. But I didn't see one person get out of the wheelchair. I didn't see one person get out of their cot. I went home that night and I just wept. I said, Lord, we've been 
fasting and praying, and those people came a long way to be receiving a touch from you. And I said, what do we need to do? What do we need to learn to create an environment for miracles for them? And so I went back to the meeting the next morning, and there was a woman who had been in the cot the next night before, and she was walking. And she shared her testimony saying, you know, I haven't been able to walk without a walker for 10 years, and for the most part, I have to lie down because it was such a painful uh, condition that she had. But that night, our guest speaker had laid his hand on her, prayed for her, and throughout the night, this miracle took place. It was a gradual miracle over the night. And there she was walking, going up and down stairs, doing things she'd never been able to do because Jesus loved her so much that he brought healing to her. And so over the 10 days of meetings, we just saw the power of God move. And, and you know, that should be natural for us, shouldn't it? I mean, uh, absolutely. The supernatural should be natural. But something happened to Patricia. She was invited to visit with Dr. Oral Roberts just before he was promoted to heaven. And Dr. Roberts said, does anyone have a question? What was your question? What was his answer? My question was, Dr. Oral Roberts, how could you be so um, immersed in all that you do, you know, as a televangelist, as an author of books, as a builder of medical clinics and universities and missions, and keep your time with the Lord, what it, what it should be, your relational time. And he said, oh, that's easy. I said, I thought, easy, okay, let's have the secret. He said, it's simply putting God as a priority every day. And he said, I call it my sacred time and my sacred place. And he said, I go into my prayer closet, wherever that is, and when I shut the door, my own little isolated place with God, everyone knows that they don't dare bother me during that time because that is my time with God and no one's more important than God. He's the greatest person in all the universe and for my life, he has number one priority. He said, my wife doesn't interrupt me, my children, even if the president of the United States were to come, he could not interrupt me in that place. When you worship God or you have your sacred time, is it labor for you? Do you have to force yourself to do this? You know, my desire for God is to go into that place nonstop and continuously. Like I've been uh, trying to be very intentional about recognizing the presence of God throughout all the day and every opportunity. I want to make my every moment of every day, I want to make my sacred time and sacred place. But when I have my, my set apart devotional times, I'm going to be honest with you, Sid, is that sometimes my mind initially is very distracted. It's like wanting to answer emails or wanting to work on a project or finish up details. So I actually have to, with intentionality, say, God, you are more important to me than anything. And so I just engage with him because my desire leads me there. And so whatever it takes, reading scriptures at first or worshiping or making decrees of the word in order to bring my focus. But once I break a point, you know, if you stay in deliberate focus with intentionality for a while, you'll eventually break into a realm. And sometimes when you get into that place, you never want to leave. It's just like hours can go by. I want easily. you in that place. <laughs> and I want to find out why, why this woman is known and marked by supernatural love. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. It's supernatural. My passion is for you to walk in divine health 24-7. That's why I handpicked my favorite healing scriptures from many translations of the Bible, personalized them for you, and made them available in this free ebook. 
I want you to meditate or pray out loud these scriptures over your life daily and witness the supernatural healing power of God's kingdom come upon you. Download your free Healing Scriptures ebook now. We now return to It's Supernatural. Now, Patricia tells me she has learned how to create atmospheres for God to show up. Uh, Give me some examples of this. Absolutely. You know, Sid, God has made us to be co-creators with him because he created us in his image and likeness, you know, and he's a creator and he's a ruler. And so we have that anointing resident within us, especially in Jesus, who, who, who is our life, who is our creation. So as we come to learn the keys that are in the scripture, we can actually create realms and atmospheres. So for example, one time I went into a church meeting, I walked into the meeting and you could feel the atmosphere was antagonistic, actually, skeptical. You know, there was unbelief in the room. You could just feel the atmosphere. People were sitting there with their arms crossed and I thought, oh, this is going to be an interesting night to serve the Lord. And so I asked Jesus, I said, okay, what do I do to break this atmosphere? What do I do to create a different atmosphere? And he put on my heart an idea to start prophesying, giving giving personal prophetic words because the Bible is full of keys on how we can create with God. Yeah, but wait a second. If there's skeptics, they're not going to want a woman prophesying over them. They don't even believe in prophecy. They might not have wanted it, but that's what they got. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, so what what happened? (laughs) So anyways, I started calling out some words of knowledge and started prophesying over, um, individuals. And you can hear the, ooh, ah, you know, because, because God, of course, is going to give an accurate word. And so all of a sudden, the oppression left, the arms started being unfolded, and people started leaning forward. It was almost like they had invisible pick-me signs on their foreheads, you know, because they wanted <laughs> the next word. And the atmosphere changed. And as soon as it did, then I could preach the word, and then God could do miracles. But we had to take care of the atmosphere first. We have the power to create atmospheres and also to create realms. Uh, How about in the workplace? Give me an example. Okay, well, one uh, gentleman came to me one time and he was struggling. He wanted to quit his job. He was actually making some fairly good money at his workplace. He worked as a mechanic. And, um, but he said, I'm vexed in my spirit. I'm vexed. He says, I'm a Christian that loves good values. But in my workplace, there's crude talk, there's dirty jokes, and there's pornography. Uh, pinups on the walls. And he says, I, I just have to quit. I have to get out of it. And I said, well, you know, if you feel a leading to get out of it, then absolutely go. But what about the, the invitation by God to bring light into that darkness? Do you think that if you partnered with God, that you could use the authority of the word, the authority of, of, um, of uh, God's presence and change that atmosphere? Instead of being afraid of it, instead of being vexed by it, think about changing it. He thought, I never thought of that. So I gave him a few keys, you know, a few keys to work with that are out of the scriptures. And I said, why don't you use these keys? Give them a try and see what happens. Well, it was a couple of months later. I uh, met him in a conference, actually. He said, do you remember me? I was the man. You know, I said, yeah, I do. I said, how's it going? He says, it works. It works. <laughs> and, and he didn't quit his job. And he said it, it, it came gradually, but he had so much joy over even the idea of being able to change the atmosphere that he just went for it. And he said, over time, it actually changed. And the bad talk started, the coarse joke or stopped, and the coarse jokes stopped, the, the pinups came down, and, and it became an, an atmosphere of peace because he stepped forward to do that. 
in partnership with Jesus. But what exactly, give me an idea of what he might have done. Okay, well, one of the things that I suggested him do is to make decrees. Now, it says in Job that um, if we decree a thing, it will be established. Now, a decree is an official word given by someone in authority. There's no greater authority than Yeshua. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him, according to Matthew 28, 18. And so we can take his word. It says in the scripture that his words are spirit and they are life. So when we decree that word, it says in Esther 8, 8, when you make a decree in the name of a king, it shall not be revoked. So I said, why don't in your prayer time start decreeing holiness over your workplace? Start decreeing um, God's righteousness. Start to decreeing purity. And so he did that. That was one of the keys that he used. Another key is praise. Just praise God, not for the filth that's in the workplace, but for what God's going to do in the workplace. Start praising Jesus for, for coming in as the King of Kings and the Lord of glory and creating an atmosphere of the glory of God. And so he used a number of different keys. And one of the greatest keys, Sid, is the key of love, of course. And we'll talk about that later. But the no, key no, of love is no, awesome. Right now, I want to I wanna know. <laughs> No, I, no, seriously, I really want to understand this because I know that I'm created and you're created to walk in the compassion of Jesus. That's when the miracles happen, to walk in the love of Jesus. What was a turning point in your life to be known as someone that walks in the love of God? Well, one of the turning points that was key for me was that um, I came under a time in ministry of big persecution. I'd always wanted to love before then. It was an aim in my life. But when I came into this um, persecution time, there was just huge assault on international levels, actually, on just every different level you could imagine. And Someone didn't want you sharing this tonight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, um, and one night I was discouraged. I said, Lord, I just love these people, and, and I don't want to be defensive, but what do I do? And up out of my spirit arose these words, I just declare war. And I thought, no, I don't want war. I want peace. And, and then I declared it again. I thought, what's going on here? And it was bubbling up out of my spirit. And the third time it was, I declare Lord, war. It's a love war. And all of a sudden I got this download and I believe I received an impartation directly from the Lord. And he started showing me how he loved the most vilest of sinners, everyone who came against him. He loved, he never withdrew love no matter what. I thought, Lord, I want to love like you love. If I can't love like you love, it says in 1 Corinthians 13, if we don't have love, we are nothing. It profits nothing and we have nothing. And I thought, Lord, I'm going to make it my life's aim to learn to love. How about you? Do you want to declare a love war? I want to declare a love war. That's our secret weapon. We'll be, be right back and find out when you declare a love war, you can change an entire country. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! In a world filled with darkness, chaos, and hopelessness, you have been given by God the supernatural ability to create your own world, to shine light into the darkness, to bring God's order out of the chaos, and to manifest the atmosphere of heaven on the earth where salvation, healing, deliverance, and abundance are commonplace. Call now to get Patricia King's supernatural life-changing course, Create Your Own World, which includes her book, Interactive Study Guide, plus her powerful 15-part teaching on five audio CDs. The entire course is yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9216. 
Patricia King is seen as a mature, balanced teacher of the supernatural, and she mentors many in full-time ministry. She gives clear and simple guidelines to live your life in victory rather than as a victim, an overcomer rather than a person hiding in defeat. Through this supernatural course, you will learn 12 revelatory biblical keys that will help you break through roadblocks, hindrances, and delays so you can fulfill your divine destiny. Discover how to create kingdom realities in your life that you can begin to inhabit today. Understand how to speak words which bring order of the chaos. Make godly choices that will help bring heaven down onto the earth where nothing is impossible. Create environments of love, victory, and faith in every facet of life. Partnership with God through the leading of His Spirit and through the tools that He gives that you could create an atmosphere of heaven on earth in your home, in your workplace, in the marketplace, everywhere that you go, that you could actually go and shift atmospheres for the glory of God, bringing light into darkness, bringing atmospheres of love where there's hate. Imagine that. Your whole life could be transformed. This one-of-a-kind course will ratify, activate, and prophesy God's infallible Word over your life. When you build a realm or you build an atmosphere, it'll follow you wherever you go. It's by the Spirit of the Lord. Patricia will teach you how to worship and have intimacy with God like never before. Understand how to have a sacred time in His glory and presence. No matter how bad the world gets, when you operate in supernatural creativity, when you operate in such atmospheric presence of God, no weapon formed against you will prosper. I can't wait for Patricia King to mentor you in how to walk in the atmosphere of God 24-7. Don't miss out on getting Patricia King's supernatural life-changing course, Create Your World, which includes her book, Interactive Study Guide, plus her powerful 15-part teaching on five audio CDs. Yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9216. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9216 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Is it possible to change the atmosphere, not just in your home, not just in your community, but an entire country? Let's take the country of Thailand, the country of Cambodia. Uh, first of all, why did you even go there? Well, Sid, the Lord spoke to me in a prayer time once, and He said, I want you to go to Bangkok, Thailand, because I'm going to teach you some things about sex tourism. I thought, sex tourism, what is that? We had worked in the inner city for years and, of course, worked with prostitutes now that were making money for their drugs through prostitution, but I, I never thought of it being a tourist thing. So um, we went over to Thailand and got a ticket, went there, and said the first night that I arrived, my heart was vexed because I saw older men that had come from Western countries who were buying young Thai girls for the weekend, and I looked at the strain on the Thai girls' faces, and they were trying to smile, but you could feel their pain. I was in a restaurant one night, and I thought... Yeah, you know, we're, we're sheltered here in a country like America. Uh, we, the, the most we see is a little bit of this on a TV screen, but these are real people that are being abused, children being abused. It's real. And if we don't do something about it, who's going to? 
go ahead. That's exactly right. And so the restaurant was full of such scenarios, men with girls that they'd bought. And I got angry inside. And I forgot that my life message was God loves you with an everlasting love for a moment. All I wanted to do was give that man some five-fold ministry, a real good, <laughs> a real good dose of it. And um, my, heart, my heart broke for the girl. But then the Lord spoke to me. He said, you know, he's just as much of a victim. He's a victim too. And he started to reveal words of knowledge to my heart as to what had happened in his life. And he says, what are you going to do about it? And I was, I thought, well, I'm overwhelmed. I went to bed that night. I was still overwhelmed. The next day we go to Pattaya. It was even worse. It's a sex tourism city. You can walk the streets and there's bars with, with sex menus there that people from all over the world, sex tourists go and buy and buy young girls for sex. I sat in one of those bars the second day I was there and sat and listened to a girl's sad story of how she had grown up in a community with, you know, she was happy and then got sold into the bar by her parent. I was just brokenhearted. There was tears welling up in her eyes. And I went back to my room. I said, God, I'm just overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. This problem's too big. And he says, you can do something about it and you get to do something about it. So he gave us an idea, one idea. And it was um, February 14th, Valentine's Day. So we worked with a local church in the area. We went into one of the brothel bars and asked the brothel owner, hey, can we do some singing for you? It's Valentine's Day. Love songs. We just failed to tell them it was Jesus' love songs. (laughs) In a bar. (laughs) So we gave them free entertainment for the night. We went in there and we sat with the bar girls and we bought them, you know, a Coca-Cola or something just because we had to pay something in order to be there. And we started sharing with them about Jesus. Well, then I asked the brother, I said, oh, I'm getting some, I'm getting some words about people's future from God. Can I get up on the mic here and give those words? And she said, well, are you a fortune teller? And I said, well, no, not quite like that. Um, But I said, I do know God and he knows everyone's future and I've got words. She said, okay, go for it. So I started giving these words and I said, if any one of you want words for your future, come up here and I'll give them to you. There was a lineup of people waiting to get their destiny words. And that night, we got people saved. We had an altar call in the bar, in the brothel, and people came but that's to the Lord. Listen now, that is normal. That's what Jesus would have done. That is normal according to the Bible. And that is changing the atmosphere. Okay, as you change the atmosphere in Thailand and in Cambodia, we do the same work. Tell me some of the things God's shown you to do. Oh, it's just been amazing. There's multiple levels. But one of the things that he revealed when we were in Cambodia, there's a little city called Poi Pet, and it's right on the border where a lot of children get smuggled across with traffickers, sometimes put in the bottom of carts and that. And the Lord revealed to me as I was doing a prayer walk there one, one day, he said, one of the issues that is fueling this sex trade is systemic poverty. People can't afford to feed their children. What so are you going to do about it? They sell them. They sell daughters. the children, yeah. so that you know, and, and a lot of them don't know they're going into the sex trade. They're lied to by the traffickers, so they think mm-hmm. that they're going to give their children a better future by getting them educated, put them in a rich family over in Thailand or something. But that's not what happens to them. They get sold into brothels or sent by containers over to Western nations to be sold in sex auctions. It's a horrible thing. So God says, "What are you going to do about the poverty issue?" So I went into prayer, and He gave me one idea. The first idea was to buy a bag of long laundry soap and I approached a uh, Thai woman who had um, who had need for 
a living. And I said, I'd like to start you in a business. Would you like that? She said, I would really like that. And I said, well, here's a bag of soap. Let's open a business called Purity Laundry Service. And I said, I'm going to make up some order forms on my computer so people can, can order your laundry. We've got people on outreach coming. They need their laundry done. And you can pray over all the laundry and clean it. We led her to the Lord and taught her how to pray. And um, I said, it's going to be really holy laundry, purity laundry service. And I said, eventually, we're going to believe for your business to get into the local hotels. You can wash the sheets. Who knows what's happening on those sheets? But you're going to wash them and declare the purity of God over them. In no time at all, that little business took off and she was hiring three, three workers and then up to five workers who were making a living for their families instead of having to sell children. And now, then we sold beads but and let me, else. I got to ask you this question though. You're a nurse. You're not a businesswoman. How are you starting businesses all over these countries, rescuing these people, getting them saved, getting them discipled, and putting them in business to be lights to their community? How can you do this? All things in Christ are easy. They're very, very easy. And you know, um, God spoke to me one day, and, and Jesus said that he was about his father's business. It says that in the scripture. He didn't say, I'm about my father's ministry. And I, and I took note of that. I thought, okay, if there's a business anointing available, I want it. God, teach me how to move in this business anointing. I want you right now, because of time, to do what you normally do in these countries or in your home or in your community. I want you to decree right now over the people watching. All right. I decree over you that all things are possible in Christ. I decree over you that there's going to be a shift in your life into an accelerated creativity where you can bring light into your darkness. There is nothing impossible for you. You will triumph in all things because that is what the word promises you. The Lord says in his word that you are going to partner with him to transform the world for his glory. You are going to bring salvation to those who do not know him. You are going to see shifts in your health, in your finances, in your strength, in every dimension of your life, because that is what you're called to. And I see actually right now in the spirit, I see someone who's watching this. There's going to be a shift in your home. You are going to create peace in your household because you have a teenage son who has been raising hell in your home and you've been distressed. You were crying even before you put this program on, you were crying. But the Lord says he's going to teach you how to take the authority and shift the atmosphere in your home so that there's no more conflict. There's no more contention or strife or rebellion, but there's peace because you have the power resident within you in Christ Jesus within you to change the atmosphere in your home. And I say to you, anything, Patricia can do, you can do better. Amen. Go for it. <laughs> Call now to get Patricia King's supernatural life-changing course, Create Your World, which includes her book, Interactive Study Guide, plus her powerful 15-part teaching on five audio CDs. The entire course is yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9216. Through this supernatural course, you will learn 12 revelatory biblical keys that will help you break through roadblocks, hindrances, and delays so you can fulfill your divine destiny. Discover how to create kingdom realities in your life
life that you can begin to inhabit today. Understand how to speak words which bring order of the chaos. Make godly choices that will help bring heaven down onto the earth where nothing is impossible. Create environments of love, victory, and faith in every facet of life. The interactive study guide helps you walk step-by-step through the course and even includes a place for you to journal. Patricia will teach you how to worship and have intimacy with God like never before. Understand how to have a sacred time in His glory and presence. Don't miss out on getting Patricia King's supernatural life-changing course, Create Your World, which includes her book, interactive study guide, plus her powerful 15-part teaching on five audio CDs. Yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9216. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9216 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. This person was put in the witness protection program. His name, Yeshua in Hebrew, and my guest says it's time to bring Jesus, the one called the King of the Jews, out of the witness protection program. Yeah.